Fan Ramen. Who's hungry? Welcome to Fan Ramen, the official podcast of Black Ramen. We're a band who writes epic music for film and games. And we're here to read your fan fiction. I'm Lindy. Konnichiwa! I'm Ralph. Wasabi! Behind the board is our awesome sound guy. And Gingle Splotch, the, the Schlumwalkener, Kevin. Itzumakimasu! Hey, Ralph. Yeah? I learned something today. Really? What'd you learn? A cluster of bananas is called a hand, huh. and a single banana is called a finger. You mean like this one? <laughs> I call it the bird. Dear God. Our first <laughs> fic of the day doesn't have bananas, but it does have some cookies. Oh, cookies. Oh, I feel a, a rocket coming come, come on. I feel a rocket. Did you know a single cookie is called mine, and a handful of cookies is also called mine? You're going to have to fight Ruby Rose for this. Not because, a problem. Oh, man, we've got a Ruby alternate reality fic. You do? The author is called Nathaniel Zelos. Oh, Nathaniel. Which is spelled N-A-T-H-A-N-I-E-L underscore Z-E-L-L-O-S. Yep, cookies. And you can find good old Nathaniel on both fanfiction.net and archiveofourown.org. With cookies. Under the same name. Same name. This story is called Hidden Truths and Exposed Secrets. And cookies? We will also link this story in the show notes. I want cookies. Cookies are in this story. Let's go. Let's go. Ruby is a wolf bonus with the white fang. That is, until a heist goes wrong. Ruby loses her memories of her time in the white fang and regains her youthful innocence. But what happens when she meets someone who remembers her? Glinda had just put the girl in the red hood down in the chair when she started mumbling, so she spoke up. Do you know just how much danger you put everyone, including yourself, in? Glinda asked. They started it! The girl shouted back. You're lucky someone wants to speak with you. Otherwise, I would have you sent home with a pat on the back and a slap on the wrist. At this last part, Glinda slapped her riding crop down hard on the table, causing the girl to quickly pull her hands back off the table lest they get hit. Now, Glinda, don't go scaring the girl. I mean... She did handle herself quite well out there, said a man who walked in the room carrying a plate of cookies in his right hand and a mug of coffee in the other. Sorry, Ozpin, but she needs to understand that her actions could have had serious ramifications. Glinda replied sheepishly. The man now revealed as Ozpin just waved Glinda into a corner of the room, ignoring her for now. He sat down opposite the girl in red while placing the cookies in front of her. She hesitantly took one, waiting for someone to tell her no. When no one did, she started wolfing down the cookies as fast as she could. While she was eating, the hood came off her head just enough to reveal her eyes. Ruby Rose, you have silver eyes, Osmond stated. Ruby tried to squirm away while still eating the cookies, albeit slower. I I really don't like it when people get too close to me, she said with her mouth full of cookies. Don't talk with your mouth full. Sorry, Glinda, is it? Ruby asked. Glinda just ignored her while returning to her scroll. Ospin motioned to Glinda to bring her closer to the table and said, So, 
Where did you learn to fight like this? I, I honestly, I don't know. No. Ruby said while getting quieter toward the end, causing Ozpin and Glinda to lean forward, but still didn't catch what she said. Sorry, could you repeat that? We couldn't understand you, replied Ozpin. Ruby took a deep breath in and out before blurting out, I honestly don't remember. As she said this, she shook her head hard enough to cause her hood to fall off of her head, revealing two red, wolf-like ears on top of her head. Ruby hastily pulled her hood back up, but it was too late. Iraqi beautyrophobia is the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. Oh, that's a sniglet. Oh, what's a sniglet? It's a made-up word that defines everyday things, like, um, like... Uh, lactomangulation. That sounds really dangerous. Which is opening the milk carton bef- from the wrong side. Oh. <laughs> you know you know it goes good with milk, right? Uh, cows. We, we have another cookie fake on the menu. Uh, cookies? This one is from cookies. Katniss Does Not Follow Back. Cookies or the front. It is all one word. Katniss Does Not Follow Back. Okay. And you can find her at archiveofourown.org. Does she have cookies? Here is the summary. This takes place in a modern college alternate universe setting. Where they have cookies. Peta decides to bake cookies. Cookies! At 3 a.m. Yes. And makes a lot of noise. My cookies. The clatter of metal on Formica is the last straw. First, it was the mixer then the noise of the oven door and the beeping of the timer. Now this, when the RA had pointed out the common kitchen area right outside my dorm room, I'd been ecstatic. Food preparation, close at hand. I was not prepared for these night owl chefs. Glancing at my clock, I grind my teeth in frustration. It's 3 freaking 30 a.m. and I am still awake. Something is wrong with this picture. I kick my covers off and slide my feet into slippers just as I hear the oven door slam shut again. Shoving my arms into a baggy sweatshirt, I stalk across the room and throw the door to my dorm room open with a loud... He jumps and looks up at me, eyes wide, clutching the counter behind him. Think you can make some more noise there? It's not like any of us are trying to sleep or anything. His mouth opens and shuts a few times while I stand there glaring at him, arms crossed. I am ready for a fight. And then I catch my first whiff of fresh baked cookies. Sorry. He finally says, diverting my attention back to the rude person responsible for my being awake. I just put the last batch in and then I'll be gone. Why are you baking cookies at 3 a.m. anyways? I snap, trying to control the saliva rapidly gathering in my mouth. They smell delicious. Is that caramel? Um, I was hungry. We stand there a moment, staring at one another. And that's when my stomach growls loudly. The noise cuts through the tension and his gaze softens. His lips twitch and he digs a row of perfect white teeth into his bottom lip. Would you like one? You know, before you finish me off. I shake my head a little and a smile grows. He pushes himself away from the counter and turns his back to dig into the fridge. He emerges with a carton of milk and pours a cup. 
You sure? They're caramel pecan. Another growl issues from my stomach, and I let out an annoyed huff before settling at the table. I refuse to give in completely, though, and glare at him the entire time as he lifts a couple cookies from the baking sheet, spatula flashing in the fluorescent light. Placing the cookies on a plate, he slides them and a glass of milk in front of me before dishing up a serving for himself. Then he lowers his broad frame into the seat across the way and gives me a tentative smile. Eyes still on mine, he takes a bite of his own cookie. Reluctantly, I smile back, although I'm sure it looks more like a grimace. I'm still mad about being woken up, but at least I'm getting cookies out of the deal. Oh my god. I moan out as the cookie dissolves on my tongue. He grins at me and lifts his glass of milk in salute before taking a drink. I finish both cookies and use my finger to get all the crumbs up off the plate before raising my gaze to meet his again. Blue. His eyes are blue and framed with long blonde lashes. His hair falls in blonde waves that tickle the tips of his ears and curl on the back of his neck. He needs a haircut. Definitely not my type. Can I have some more? Since you woke me up and all, I say the last firmly with as much anger as I can muster. But he just smiles and stands, leaning over the table to scoop up my plate. Sure. I'm Peter, by the way. Katniss, I say automatically, watching him deftly serve out two more cookies before bringing my plate back to me. Well, Katniss, next time I decide to bake at 3 a.m., I'll try to be a little quieter. I eye the plate, hovering in front of my nose for a moment, and then reach out and set it on the table. Or you could knock first, I say before stuffing another cookie in my mouth. Thanks for joining us today. And that's my line. That's Ralph's line. Ralph has something he'd like <laughs> to say to all of you. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you've discovered some new authors today. Check out our Patreon. We have outtakes, extras, and bloopers. Hey, Kevin. Yeah? Ralph's making really inappropriate gestures. <laughs> Ralph is an inappropriate gesture. <laughs> and we're accepting submissions. Email us a link to your fanfic at fanramenpodcast at gmail.com. Or submit on our website, www.fanramen.com. This is Ralph. This is Lindy. And, and we'll, we'll see you, you the next time. time. Your cookies. Cookies. <laughs> I need cookies. I'm starving. This podcast produced by Lindy Day and Ralph Avalon. Sound design and engineering by Kevin Villagestone. Music by Black Ramen. Recorded and mixed in the Black Ramen Studios. 